So cool. We're good. All right, guys. Let's see. Let's see. Make sure we are live. And we started on time too. We didn't. We, you know, I thought we was gonna start on black people time. Oh no! no. <laughs> but we started right on time. Oh, so man, I have right. Bishop Nathaniel, uh, founder, and uh, of I, uh, Israel United in Christ, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And the presiding uh, bishop. Um, I'm one. I just want to say I am thankful to God that you even uh, took this interview from me. Uh, now that I have this. Uh, newfound faith <laughs> I don't want to say it's newfound, but but I like to say I've been in the truth you know I, I joke say I've been in the truth two days okay, you know, okay. and I get to get you know Bishop Nathaniel as my first guest um all oh, praises so thank you for everything you've done uh for black men for the black community for the Israelite community um I don't think we give people the flowers enough why they can still smell them and I honestly you I I, I give you the credit and Pastor Darby for my awakening. So I'm oh, just so grateful oh, uh, really to you. Um, so first I like to ask, since I'm new to this and I have so many people writing me, um, people that are um, Israelites, but they don't know that they're Israelites. Right, right. And so I like to start at the very beginning of how are we Israelites according to the Bible? Mm, it, very good. <laughs> That's right. an excellent question. And I do love it very, very much. Um, well, first of Christ said to search the scriptures. All right, he mm -hmm. commanded us to search the scriptures. And I, I, when I grew up in the Union Baptist Church on 145th Street, and I believe that was Harlem or Bronx, I always get those two mixed up there. Right. I was not instructed to search the scriptures. We had some key scriptures like John 3, 16, uh, that we often read, and it was like a blanket statement for everything, a blanket right. answer. So mm -hmm. when you read the Bible, another thing, you know what? As a, as a Christian, I was taught to read the Bible from the book of Matthew. And right. I was taught the Old Testament was done away with. So I never read the Old Testament. So right. when I heard that I was in Israel, when I when the brother told me, I was like, no, nah, that ain't what it says here in Matthew. He said, right. well, he asked me a profound question. When you get any book, where do you begin reading it from? And I paused and I said, from the beginning. So he asked right. me, why do you start in Matthew? I said, because my pastor told me so. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so, my pastor told me the same thing. So I, yes. I, I'm, yep, they told me start at Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you know, start with Jesus. And so I'm with you. There you go. So when you go to the book of Deuteronomy chapter one, verse one, I like to preface everything by going there. Deuteronomy okay. chapter one, verse one, it says, these be the words which Moses spake unto all Israel on this side, Jordan, in the wilderness. So I want okay. to start there to identify who Moses is speaking to. Once right. you identify that he's speaking to the Israelites, now the next question should be, where are they? Are they right. in France? Are they in London? Are they in America? No. They are making their exodus from Exodus to the land of Canaan. That the entire Canaan through Egypt is the uh, continent of Africa. Right. Africa in the Bible is called the land of Ham. Okay, H-A-M, okay. sometimes people pronounce it Ham, so, which means hot. So we're in, they're in Africa. Moses is speaking to the Israelites, and he begins to give them warnings. Okay. You go to Deuteronomy 28 now, verse Deuteronomy 1 20. through 14. 
Yes, Deuteronomy 28, verse 1 through 14, gives okay. us the blessings on what would happen to the Israelites, the 12 tribes of Israel, if they keep the commandments. Now, you can right. read about the blessings from the time of David and Solomon. That's right. when, after David conquered everybody, we was home free. We was good. Although David right. caught hell with his sons and all of that. Under right. Solomon, it was 40 years of peace. All the blessings came upon us. Then, of course, Solomon went off. The kingdom was split at his death and then begins to go downhill from there. So okay. now in verse 15 in Deuteronomy 28, Moses says now, verse 15, I'll read it. It okay. says, but it shall come to pass if thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe to do all his commandments and right. his statutes, which I command thee this day, that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. Now, people often, I remember when we were in um, Liberia, often the African always asked the question, what is the world, what is the true religion that God's dealing with? So when we start here from, when you read the entire Bible, you read about the commandments. From right. Genesis to Revelation, the commandments, the commandments, the commandments. And he never gave us the Baptist religion. God never gave us Lutheran, Mormon, Episcopalian. Mm -hmm. None of those things are, are Bible found. They right. Would you, would, you, would you mind giving us a scripture in the New Testament showing that we're still supposed to follow the commandments of God that he yes. just announced right here in uh, that you read in Deuteronomy 28, 15? Yes, sir. Because Matthew that's 19, what the viewers will say. They will say, yes. well, it is not in the New Testament. Right, right. Mm -hmm. When we go to Matthew 19, verse 16, it says, and behold, one came unto... One came and said unto him, good master, what good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life? Right. That's the question. I want salvation. What I got to do? And he said unto him, why callest thou me good? There is none good but one, that is God. But if thou wilt enter into life, keep the commandments. So Christ right. was very, you know, I've often heard we have to say the sinner's prayer. And I'm searching, I'm like, the sinner's prayer, where are they getting this from? But I'm reading what Christ says, keep the mm -hmm. commandments. It is right there. Right. In red, if you got the red letter Bible, it's in red. That's the word right. of Christ right there. So he says, right. keep the commandments. So now right. when we go back to Deuteronomy 28, Deuteronomy. he begins okay. to give a list of things that would happen to the 12 tribes of Israel if they break the commandments. Okay. Uh, so I'll just hit some very pertinent ones for today that we can okay. all relate to. I'll start at verse, uh, let me see, 32. Mm -hmm. Thy sons and thy daughters shall be given unto another people. And thy right. eyes shall look and fill with longing for them all the day long. And there shall be no might in thine hand. I remember I sat down with a so-called, uh, well, I'll say he's so-called rabbi, but he's Jewish. Uh, mm -hmm. And he began to say, well, this applies to the so-called Jewish people of today, we were given to the Germans. So I said, really? I said, so you want to take this on as you? He says, yes. I said, okay, let's read the bottom part again. It says, and an eye shall look and fare with longing for them all the day long, here's a key, and there shall be no might in thine hand. Now right. might refers to no military might, no economic might, no political might to restore your sons and daughters that were taken from you. So right. I said, did you have power after World War II to get back sons and daughters? He goes, uh, yeah. He said, in fact, we have something called, um, what's that? They have a, uh, they have a group like Mossad, where they uh -huh. hunt down all Germans 
bring them right. to if, if they don't kill, kill them, they bring them to court and they are incarcerated no matter how old they are. Some guy was 90 years old. He's in jail. Right. So I said, so Bishop, you do have power. Right. I said, Bishop, so this really doesn't fit you. Uh, Bishop, would you also agree that these curses, some of them at least, still fit us today? Like this one right here, that thy sons and thy daughters shall be given unto another people. I mean, you yes. see Angelina Jolie adopting our kids. You see our kids being taken in the, uh, you know, in the uh, child custody system. Nobody has more kids in the uh, child custody system than us. You know, right. so you see a lot of different scenarios. Um, something that I said recently is that a lot of these curses still fit us today. Whereas the people who are claiming to be these people, these curses don't fit them anymore or, or never fit them. Right? They say at one point, but it never fit them. But in, in many cases, you can look at it and say, well, we're still in this situation and we still have no might. Whereas right. they have might. they have power and we have exactly. no might. Exactly. Yeah. Now watch the next verse. It says the fruit of thy land and all thy labors shall a nation which thou knowest not eat up and thou shalt be only oppressed and crushed always. For, right. I'll give an example. Um, during the late 1800s, when they took some slaves and brought them back to the uh, west coast of Africa and planted them in Sierra Leone, for example, right? They put shiploads of blacks from Canada, Nova Scotia, that Western Islands, and took them back to Sierra Leone. Right. And what's happened in Sierra Leone? You have something called diamond mines, mm -hmm. and many Europeans go there. They, they hire black people for minimal amounts of money to right. pay to pay them to get to get the, the diamonds. And then they bring those diamonds to the Americas where they chisel them like on in New York. They got the diamond district. And right. these one diamond is worth all, nearly, millions of dollars, hundreds right. of thousands to millions of dollars. But the people in Sierra Leone, when we went, it's in po total poverty. Right. And the literacy rate is like 40% literate in Sierra right. Leone. And right. they began to see, and they know, and I, I just mentioned Sierra Leone, but it goes Ghana for the gold. Right. You got the Congo for the rubber and Haiti right. for rubber as well. There's many right. on the continent of Africa where our people are still remaining, where they're right. suffering from this curse. And I buy and they, and, right. So they're still under this curse right now yes. where the fruit of their land and thy labors shall a nation which thou not knowest eat up. Right, because right. they're going over there right now eating up the fruit of thy labors. So this right. is proving even more that we are the Israelites according to the Bible because we are under these curses. Correct, correct. Even okay. in um in Kenya where they get uh, tea leaves from in Kenya, they ship okay. the tea leaves over here where they're processed. Okay, then it's sent back in boxes and little tea bags, and it's right. cost like uh, maybe five to six dollars a box. But they paid the people like two cents a day, two oh. cents a day to gather the tea leaves from Kenya, ship it out, and get it processed. So we're right. still under these curses today. Now, what, okay. what's verse 34? So that mm -hmm. thou shalt be mad for the sight of thine eyes, which thou shalt see. Mm. Mm -hmm. Now, you know what verse that goes with in Ecclesiastes 7. I believe it's verse, let me look real quick so I don't misunderstand. I'll, I'll quote a scripture wrong at times. Right. Ecclesiastes, it says, surely oppression maketh a wise man mad. Ecclesiastes 7 and 7. Surely oppression maketh a wise man mad and a gift destroyeth the heart. So men or women endowed with a little bit of wisdom. Once you understand this, you begin to get angry. 
because you're right. now you're identifying who you are and seeing the atrocities and the oppression day by day happening to our people. And we're being right. told, pull yourselves up by your bootstraps, but right. you stole my boots. How can right. I do that when you stole my boots? Right, so. right. And I and I want and, and just I was once in politics before, and I once had that ideology, you know, that we should just pick ourselves up by our own bootstraps, unaware that our boots were stolen, unaware that our boots were still being stripped from underneath us, as you just uh, so eloquently mentioned, showed Kenya and different all these other different parts of the curses that we're still under. How the rulership parts of it, the ownership parts, we're not allowed to, you know, to actually be in control of. Right, um, right. So we're we're further explaining how we are the Israelites according to the Bible, because like I said, I just I've had a lot of, believe it or not, I've had a lot of people write me that question and say, please explain to me. And I didn't want to give them the whole exegete. I said this would be great to have the master teacher. Right. Well, well, I mean, right. Well, we know we, we know all praises to Christ. But have you tell them, for most part, uh, how we are the Israelites according uh, to the Bible? So the main verse that we use is Deuteronomy twenty-eight and sixty-eight. Right? Is that that's that's one of the main ones. But now watch. Most people don't look at verse thirty-seven. Okay. Where it says, "And thou shalt become an astonishment, a proverb, right. and a byword among all nations, whither the Lord shall lead thee." Most people. What does that mean? To be a, mm -hmm. a proverb and a byword means to be called other than what God calls you. God right. calls us the nation of Israel. Society uh -huh. would say, no, 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 you're not Israel. You they right. would give us Gentile names like the name African-American, Haitian, Black, um, Jamaican. These right. are the names given to us by our former slave masters. Not only that, once we right. got off those ships, like, uh, for example, your last name is Dunson, right? Yes, sir. Your family was owned by a group of Europeans named Dunson, and they branded their name in your back. If I was, my family name was Ray, yours is Dunson, we were on the ship together. Right. To determine right. who belongs to which slave master, you was branded with Dunson, I was at the time was branded with Ray or Williams right. or, or whatever the names we have right. today. Right. We have our family reunions and we glorify right. those names. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. No, so, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely correct, Bishop. So again, the so-called Jewish people, the, the suffix uh -huh. ish means pertaining to not the original, but pertaining right. to. I'm like, you came out of Poland and Russia and you retained your identity? No, you don't fit Bible prophecies at all. You're right. not the group. You're not the guys. You're not right. the people. And I'm right. not saying it from a place of hate. I'm saying it from a place of Bible truth. And this is where right. people need to discern. If, is he speaking from a place of hatred or is it God-given fact? I'm giving you God-given right. fact. It's not right. just somebody did something personal to me. In fact, right. most black people can say, the white man sure been good to me. Personally, as an individual. <laughs> Some people got these cushy jobs and all that. But still, right. when you look at us right. as a whole, we can understand uh -huh. and see what has happened to us as a people. Now, verse 48, watch this. Uh -huh. Wait, 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 I'm sorry. Verse no, I was, I was, I was going to say, so this further proves that we are actually the Israelites because we fit these prophecies and these curses that would happen to a people one day. Right. Right. So, right. so for, for a, a, a young brother, trying to find out who he is in Christ, trying to find out that he's an Israelite, he could go straight to Deuteronomy 28, 15 down and see 
that his people on average, we might have one or two of us doing great. As you mentioned, you know, right. the, the man that's been good to me, gave me a business or right, gave right. me a job, made me the CEO or, or, or manager of his company. However, right. as a whole, worldwide, you're saying these curses for sure fit us. Correct, correct. All and right. this is why Senator Tom Cotton, he introduced a bill to take out teaching of slavery from the entire American school system. Why? Wow. Because the Israelites are on the rise and the truth of the Bible is connecting the slavery to the curses. People are waking up. Now a bill goes into Congress. Let's stop teaching slavery. It's causing right. division in our country. We got to look right. at this whole thing spiritually. Okay. Right. So verse, watch this, verse 64. I mean, 48, okay. I'm sorry, 48. 48. Therefore shalt thou serve thine enemies. Whoa, wow, wow, wow. Which the Lord shall send against thee in hunger and in thirst and in nakedness and in want of all things. And he mm -hmm. shall put a yoke of iron upon thy neck until he have destroyed thee. Now, the right. operative word there that most Christians, when we show them on it, like when we hit the streets and say, look, what does it say? Mm -hmm. They'll see that word enemies and be like, no, 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 no. Hey, we can only see the Bible will determine who loves, who loves the word of God and who does not. Right. It says enemies there. It's either you're going to accept what right. God says or reject what God says. Some Christians right. say, I reject that. I, right. I can't help you. We can't and help I'll, you. I'll tell you, Bishop, when I first found you online, maybe two or three years ago, and I saw you guys read that word, it scared me too. I was a Christian. I love God. I love Christ. All I ever heard was that Jesus is love. And then I see you guys bring it out, showing different other verses. And I have to just be completely honest. When you've seen the word enemy, you're like, oh, my Lord. Right. You know, I, <laughs> you know, I have white friends. Right. Many of them. Mm -hmm. I'm sure be paying attention to this. Right. And when you see enemies, you say, well, wow, that 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 seems like a harsh word to say. But as I dug more into the truth, into history, I learned that if our ancestors who got off those slave ships right now could see us today, who would they say was our enemies? Right. Right. It would, right. Be pretty, it would be pretty clear as day to them. Right. So when the scripture is being written, it's just giving us the facts. Right. We don't right. often need to say facts over feelings in politics. Right. So um, when you when you say these are, are our enemies, is there a way we can define that maybe a little bit more that doesn't hurt feelings? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it, 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 it defines the, the verse. It defines itself to identify. Right. Who is talking about? Because right. I remember a sister said to me, well, my enemy is the Negro next door. He keeps breaking into my house. So I mm -hmm. said, well, let's see if that's what God is talking about. Therefore okay. shalt thou serve thine enemies, which sure. the Lord shall send against thee. Meaning the Lord will send you your enemies against you. In hunger, your food will control, your enemy will control the imports and exports of food. And mm -hmm. in thirst, your enemies will control the imports and exports and control of water. And right. in nakedness, your enemies would control the clothing uh, system, right. the raw textiles, and in right. want of all things. So if you want, if we want anything, like understanding about God, religion, burial, death, marriage, our enemies will control whatever we want. Then it right. says, and this is an undeniable scripture, too, because I said, and also this is an undeniable scripture. This was the one that really got me. Because even right now, today, as you mentioned, our, our enemies or our oppressors or the people who rule over us own the import and export of food. 
Uh, I heard a black conservative say to me the other day, what can't black people own in America? Well, we can't own the import and export of foods. We can't right. own the import and export of water. We can't own the import and exports of clothing. Even Kanye West, who has who uh, has an Adidas deal, he came, he came out and said this, that they wouldn't allow him to own the import and export. Michael Jordan doesn't even own the import and export of, of his shoes. So this is an undeniable scripture right here that still mm -hmm. fits up today without question. And this happened to nobody else, even on the planet, on the face of the earth. Right, right. Now that bottom part, then it says, and he shall put a yoke of iron upon thy neck until mm -hmm. he have destroyed thee. Like when you look at many of the books on slavery, we're the only ones that had yokes of iron on our neck. This didn't happen to the white man from Poland that says he's Jewish. And right. here's a, where's my hand at? Oh, here's another type. Uh-huh. I don't know if you can see it. Yes, sir. Yep. Okay. And and pe you, people may these so what what I'm showing the people, and here's an actual photograph from the Congo. Young men mm -hmm. with yokes of iron on their neck. Right. This is from the Congo. Right. Okay. Sub-Saharan Africa. So there's it's undeniable. It's totally, right. this is why, and look at this bottom part. And he shall put a yoke of iron upon thy neck until he have destroyed thee. So right. when did the yokes of iron come off? When we were mentally and spiritually destroyed. So people right. ask, what does that What does that mean? Like, for example, if you have a, a for lack of better words, a dog, and you put a yoke, uh, a leash on it, and you want to uh -huh. teach it to go, but so far, and week after week, month after month, you keep that leash on it, until it learns to sit, roll over, and don't go beyond where you taught that dog to go. Once right. it has learned, then you can take the yoke off, the, the leash off. Now that dog right. will sit down, roll over, go but so far, because he's been trained that way. So now let's, let's look at our people. Uh -huh. We were taught a new form, listen to what I'm about to say, a new form of Christianity, meaning the biblical Christ in the Bible uh -huh. is described as a black man. The right. Israelites described as, as black. So we were not taught that though. We were taught God is white, Christ is white. The right. angels are white. The right. Israelites are white. And for members, centuries have gone by, at least four. Now uh -huh. our people will fight for our oppressor. Bef before the white men dares attack us, it's our own people, that pit bull, mm -hmm. that will attack us like no one else. It's not the white man. When we're on the street teaching, no matter what neighborhood we go to, if there's a group of white people and one black, we always say amongst Israel, watch this black guy. He's their pit bull. Sure enough, we read the right. Bible scripture. He's the first one. It's like, what the hell is going on? Bro, calm right. yourself down. Right, Your right. Your oppressors ain't even acting like that. Why? Right, 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 right. It's conditioning. It's uh -huh. spiritual and mental conditioning. You attack yeah. and protect your master. Right. <laughs> right. You know not to go so far, as you mentioned, with the leash. And even we could, that could even also be another example, even with the pastors, how we don't, um, as the black pastors, we don't know. We, we go so far in the scriptures. Oh, no, stay away from Deuteronomy. Stay away from right. Leviticus. Make sure you only hit Matthew. And, you know, and so it's like a, like the leash you said to be destroyed. These, so you know how far you can go and how far you can't go. Um, you, you touched on uh, on Christ. I don't know if you want to jump to that real quick, because that was actually one of my next questions, because I think one of the other biggest problems growing up in the Christian church 
It's almost as if I had, I, I was talking to a guy last night and said, it's almost as if we knew our whole lives, but we just wouldn't accept it. Like we knew Christ was black because, you know, they always read us the scripture in Revelation. And we said, well, Burnt Brown, that, that don't sound like, you know, he could be blonde hair, blue eyes. Mm -hmm. But for a lot of Christians today, I think that that image of Christ, we, I, we don't understand who that is, where he came from. And if you could just explain to us who that is and, you yes. know, and, how, and how you know who that is and, 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 and why are we worshiping him? Yes. If I may, I want to uh -huh. touch on verse 68. Then we'll go to okay, Christ. Yeah, yeah, we'll go back to that. Okay, we'll come back yes. to that. Deuteronomy 26 says, this is the coffin, the nail in the coffin. And okay. the Lord shall bring thee into Egypt again. Now, the word Egypt is Greek. It's synonymous right. for bondage. When you read Exodus chapter 20, verse 2, it says, the Lord shall deliver thee. Ah, let me get it. Okay. You know, I'll butcher a scripture trying to quote it. I'll mess it up. Exodus 20, verse 2, okay. I am the Lord thy God which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. So Egypt is synonymous for the house of bondage. Another word for bondage is slavery, house of slavery. So verse 68, Deuteronomy 20, 68, once again, and the Lord shall bring thee into Egypt again with ships. That's the key. We will go into right. slavery again with ships. Now, right. here's an example. Here's an example. We went into slavery again with ships. Yeah, this didn't happen to the Polish man, okay, right. or the so-called Jewish man. And the Lord shall bring thee into Egypt again with ships. By the way whereof I spake unto thee, thou shalt see it no more again. And there, meaning once you get off those ships, ye mm -hmm. shall be sold unto your enemies for bondmen, slave men, and bond women, slave women. Mm -hmm. And no man shall buy you. Meaning when it says no man shall buy you, it means no man shall save you from right. the curses God put on us. And we've, we've right. had many men and women who tried to save us from the conditioning. Martin Luther King right. had non, he was a Christian nonviolent. They murdered him. Can we mm -hmm. tell the Christian that? Although he was nonviolent, they still murdered him. Okay, right. they said he had the potential of, of wake, what? He had the word of God. Chances are he might wake up, kill that right. Negro, bam. Mm -hmm. Malcolm X tried Islam, they murdered him. Marcus Garvey had the economic solution for black people. He had the ultimate right. black Wall Street. They say exile him. He was exiled and had a mysterious heart attack and died. Uh, right. You had Sojourner Truth, Malcolm Harry X. Tubman. Right. Uh, who else? Who'd you say? Malcolm, Malcom X. Yes, they killed Malcolm him. X. Right. Mm -hmm. you, um, you so know, in a, with, with, this, with this scripture that says that, um, and, that, and the Lord shall bring thee into Egypt again, so slavery again with ships. That's more complete, undeniable proof that we are the Israelites because that has happened to nobody ever in the history. I've tried to research it in history and I have never heard ever of a people being shipped to all nations or scattered to all nations on ships in the history of, of, of human civilization. Is that correct? Would that be correct to say? <laughs> Pretty much so, especially in these last days. Somebody right. might bring up Babylon. When the Israelites were shipped out, yeah, that was the Israelites. That's still us. Assyria right, but not into all us. nations, though. Right, not of all nations, no, no. Right, you got it to all nations. Right. I often right. ask white uh, Europeans, or Edomites, as they are in the Bible, mm -hmm. where historically can you show me that you have made slaves on ships? And uh -huh. they can't do it. It's not right. It's not found in history, okay? Mm -hmm. So, now Christ. You mentioned Christ. 
Mm -hmm. uh, and it, he is the pinnacle factor. Why? Because, watch this. Well, remind me about the curse of the law in Galatians. I want to get okay. there, but I'm I do want to touch on the description of Jesus Christ. And okay. you know what? You know what I found out is that when you teach Christ, right, and you mm -hmm. go to his image, once you challenge the Caucasian image, our people say, okay, well, if he's not Caucasian, then color doesn't matter. So right. like, how come he mattered when he right. was white, right. but we right. challenge you on it, now it doesn't, matter. It doesn't matter. Right, and now and it doesn't matter. The next thing they say is, nobody ever seen Jesus. Right. Nobody ever seen him. Right. Well, how they put him on a cross? Right. Exactly. How put the, the, the crown of thorns on his head and whip him? How'd they do that? Right. How was he put in the grave for three days and three nights if nobody's right. seen him? So right. Revelation chapter 1, verse 1 reads, The revelation right. of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him, to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant, John. So the word revelation means the revealing of. So okay. now I'm jumping to verse 11. This is for my brothers and sisters that say, nobody's seen Jesus. Saying, okay. this is Christ speaking, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last, and what thou seest, write in a book. So Christ is instructing John, what you see, I want you to write it in the book. Now right. they jump to what he sees and describes in verse 14, just to get to the point. His okay. head and his hairs were white like wool, as white as snow. Wool is an old English term for Afro hair. Wool right. is Afro hair, black people hair. Right. It says, and his eyes were as a flame of fire. When you read Genesis 49, verse 12, real quick, I'll get it. Uh-huh. Moses prophesied about coming Messiah. Genesis 49, verse 12 reads, his eyes shall be red with wine and his teeth white with milk. Now, we all know that Christ's first miracle, he turned water, water into wine. In right. Matthew chapter, I believe it's 18, if I'm not mistaken, or chapter 11, where they call Christ a wine bibber. You familiar uh -huh. with that one? Uh, yes, yeah, sir. And they called the wine bibber. That they said that the Son of Man came eating and drinking. Even said that right. before. Right. Exactly, exactly. Uh, I'm just looking for it real quick because I know somebody might say, it don't say it in my Bible. Where's that? <laughs> mm. Ah, boy, 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 boy. Okay, Matthew 11, 19. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say, behold, a man gluttonous and a wine bibber. I just right. want to verify that he did drink wine. So now yes, back sir. to Revelation 1. Verse 15 now. And his feet like unto fine brass, as if they burned in a furnace. Now, if you take brass and burn it, it becomes very uh -huh. dark, very black. Okay. Right. So it's describing Christ as a black man with woolly textured hair. And people right. go, well, why was it white? Well, remember when Christ died and resurrected, it was around the year 33 AD. Uh -huh. He came to visit John in the year 96 AD. This is 63 years later. Six. Right. Now I'm not saying Christ grows as an old man, but his hair is white. But this his is hair, 63, right. 63 years later. Okay. Right. Our okay. people love to try to find hopes, and that's good. That's fine. Right. That's all right. right. So now, using the history you gave us in Deuteronomy showing that the Israelites were black and the Israelites would go into uh, captivity again on slave ships. It's no way you fast forward to Christ and all of a sudden the Israelites are white. 
And now you're giving the scriptures to show that Christ is black. That's right. Exactly. Now, now mm -hmm. go ahead, go ahead. I want to ask, is the, is the Daniel scripture also describing Christ or is that not describing Christ? It's describing that, Christ. It's okay, okay. Christ, yes. Daniel 10, verse 5 and 6. Okay. Now, watch uh, Galatians 3. I didn't want to hit yeah, Galatians. Yeah, you're going to go to Galatians. Yes. Uh, Galatians 3, if I can find it. And, and most times, most people, where is Galatians at? Come on, somebody help me. Galatians 3 and verse uh, 13. 13. It says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law being made a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. I've heard our brother Creflo, I've heard our brother T.D. Jakes break this down, and they, uh -huh. but they never explain what the curse of the Lord is. They just say death. Uh -huh. But when you go back to Deuteronomy 28, 15, it tells you, all these curses shall come upon you and overtake you. If I right. break my command, I'm not quoting, I'm paraphrasing. Right, if right, 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 right. My law, statutes, and commandments. And it begins right. to describe colonialism and slavery. Uh -huh. A whole in-depth description. That's the curse of the law. Right. That's what Christ came to redeem us from, meaning these curses, which is a rotating cycle, they mm -hmm. have an end because of what Christ did dying on the cross for us. That's so, what people oh, are missing. So on that same point, um, your organization and what you teach is that we are to follow God's laws and commandments. Um, but yet you have, a, uh, um, based on your, your, your explanation and your teaching, you talk about the laws of sacrifice are, were um, abolished under Christ, right? Could you give me that? Uh, how, does, how does that work? Because we're supposed, based on your teachings, we follow the law. God instructed us to follow the laws and commandments. Yes. But sacrifices, obviously, we're not able to, to follow anymore. And I would like to follow up on that, Bishop, and say, um, just if a let's say a single mom, she's poor. She got three kids and she can only afford pork. And I hate to say that, but I'm just saying that she's in a situation where she only can afford hot dogs. Right. I don't personally eat pork anymore. Now I'm into the truth. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I'm not asking, you know, to eat no pork i gave it up a long time ago but but i but i am saying um where is could you give me a, a scripture to say is there grace and mercy for her under the law with that situation and could you also show us if why we're not supposed to do um the laws of sacrifice no more but we're, the laws we are supposed to follow okay all right let's go to matthew 5. we have to go to christ what he says uh, okay many people what 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 i was taught as a christian was to go to the writings of paul before Christ. Mm -hmm. And I never questioned it, but as I began to grow older, I, I often ask, well, isn't Christ over Paul? Why is right. Paul the first one we go to? So, right. and then you're going to find out why. Matthew chapter 5 in verse 17. 17. Yeah. This is what Christ said about the law. Okay. It says, think not that I am come to destroy the law or the prophets. Meaning he didn't come to destroy the law or anything the prophets prophesied about. Okay. I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. Now, many times people go, see, he fulfilled the law. And then I'll right. ask the question, so can I, so does that mean he fulfilled the law of murder? And they go, yes. So then can I murder you? No. Yeah, right. so I said, you see how that makes no sense? Right. The, what Christ fulfilled is recorded in Acts 3.18. Acts 3.18. 
It says, uh, but those things which God before had showed by the mouth of all his prophets that Christ should suffer, he mm -hmm. had so fulfilled. So what he came to fulfill was him dying on the cross, suffering for the nation of Israel. Right. So now, back to Matthew 5, verse okay. 18 now. For verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law till all be fulfilled. Uh -huh. Whosoever therefore shall break one of these least commandments and shall teach men so, he shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. Meaning you're going to be a thought, a thought, because right. you're not going to make it. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but whosoever shall do and teach them, the same shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. So he's telling us two things. Do not teach men to break the commandments and to teach the commandments. Right. That's to do the right. right. So now, what did he fulfill? The law of sacrifice. And Paul explained it eloquently in, in Hebrews 10. Hebrews, Hebrews 10. 10. And we'll, uh, I'll start at verse 6 just to get to the point. I'll read from 6 okay. down. It reads, in burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin, thou hast had no pleasure. Then said I, lo, I come in the volume of the book. It is written of me to do thy will, O God. Mm -hmm. Above, when he said sacrifice and offering and burnt offerings and offerings for sin, thou wouldest not, neither had its pleasure therein, which are offered by the law. The law stipulated that. Then uh -huh. said he, lo, I come to do thy will, O God. He taketh away the first, meaning the first covenant, that right. he established the second, the second okay. covenant. By the which will we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. So that Paul is explaining that those sacrifices, which also included the uh, Levitical priesthood, because they, they were the ones who, who initiated the sacrifices the sacrifice. for us. Right. All right. that was done away. He said, no, right. we got to go because that Christ good. took the place. Okay. So that was great, Bishop. That was amazing. And what he just explained is how the uh, laws of sacrifice we no longer have to follow but every other commandment even like as you read that christ said even the least of them mm. we must adhere to right you have moral the moral laws you uh -huh. have civil laws you have uh, -huh. uh ceremonial which includes the holidays uh, -huh. uh what else is uh, oh and dietary and dietary i'm sorry right perfect and you know why that's so important bishop because in these last days that we're living in in these final days and as our people are starting to wake up to the truth as you know when i was a christian and i started realizing to myself i said it really doesn't make any sense to follow christ if you don't follow the laws how could you really be a christian if i can just dress however i want to dress if i can act however i want to act if i can do whatever i want to do it's like when you become an american you're supposed to follow american laws right so and that i'm an israelite I'm supposed to follow Israelite laws. You know, even if right. I'm a Christ follower, I should be following Christ's laws, right? It, it just seemed like exactly. that was basically common sense to me. Um, so I, I kind of want to take just a small detour. You you, you showed us Christ. Uh, you you proved that we are the Israelites according to the Bible. And I and I do want to maybe go back into showing how some of the prophets are black. But I'd like to ask you this one question about uh, some of my Gentile friends and my white friends or enemies according to the Bible, right? Um, uh, can they, can a Gentile go to heaven? Now I am aware of the scripture that says that we will possess them in the land, in the kingdom. But I'd like to ask you, um, 
though we will possess them, that means they will have eternal life because they're in heaven. And I like to, I mean, I'm asking you, I'm asking you, you please, you know, uh, uh, you know, you <laughs> very well read and extensive knowledge on these scriptures. So please give me your um, one thing that I want to want to actually talk about at the end of this is I think that in, in Israel, as I just been here two days, we can agree to disagree. Um, and, you know, we can humble ourselves under the word and the teaching of what God says, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm going to do that at all times. Okay. Um, so. Um, I like to see, you know, if I'm a hand servant and I'm a hand, I'm just playing devil's advocate. If I'm a white person or a Gentile and you possess me in the land and I'm a hand servant and a handmaid, I personally look at that in the sense of right now how we're serving them. Because you, you, so you read us the scripture earlier in Deuteronomy that we would be servants for our enemies. And right. so now God said it's going to flip and they're going to be serving us. Right. Yes. And, and, and so if we're in the if, they're, if we're in the exact same situation they're going to be in except they're going to have eternal life. I say it in the sense of where if I'm a janitor in heaven, then that seems like a blessing because I'm still in heaven. I mean, I, I'm just giving it from my devil's advocate point of view, you know, so please explain to me your, your point of view on can a Gentile uh, go to heaven? And then the part where it says that the stranger will be joined to me. If I was, uh, you know, uh, married to an Asian, would that be her joining to me in the kingdom? Would her and my kids, Kanye West, for example, would Kim Kardashian be able to go to, with, to heaven with him or not necessarily heaven, into the kingdom with him and her and their kids? Uh, if oh, you okay. could explain that. Yeah, yeah, I know it's a lot. It's a lot. I'm trying to process it all, but I got it. Uh, I want everyone who have, have read the Bible to think about uh, the prophets of old mm -hmm. who were righteous. For example, you had the prophet Daniel. Mm -hmm. And you had the three Hebrews that were with him. You had the mm -hmm. prophet Ezekiel and the prophet Jeremiah. You also mm -hmm. had Mordecai. Ask mm -hmm. yourselves, when captivity came, did they all go into captivity? Or did God say, because you're righteous, you get a pass? Mm -hmm. They all went into captivity. The prophets went into captivity with them, even though the prophets were righteous. Right. So right. you're correct. They all went. Uh -huh. Guess what? So-called white people and... Arab, guess what? Nobody gets a pass from national judgment. Nobody gets a pass. We all had to go. They all going to. Now, to understand their position now, number one, I want to say this. They're not going to be eternal at all. Because okay. Romans 6, verse 23, you know, uh, that's a famous Christian one. People love to read that one. I'm sure some of y'all could quote it. Romans 6, 23 reads, uh, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So right. the eternal life is only for the Israelites. Okay. Mm -hmm. So now the kingdom of heaven is going to be on earth. That's I want the next. That's the next point. It's not going to be up in right. the sky. Uh -huh. The Lord's prayer says, our father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy right. will be done on earth, on right. earth as it is in heaven. Right. So now I'm going to show you something about a non-Israelite. I'm mm -hmm. going to go to Matthew 15, just to give you Matthew, an understanding. Matthew, Matthew 15. 15, and I'll start at verse 22. 22. Uh, it says, and behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil, but right. he answered her not a word. 
So that's the first thing I want everyone to notice. He's ignoring her. Right. So not Right. This is a famous Christian. I said again. I said this is a famous Christian verse. So I'm pretty sure many of them have heard this one before. Right. We are taught that he just loved everybody, but now we're seeing he ignored her. Number one. Okay. It says, and his disciples came and besought him, saying, "Send her away, for she cries after us." Lord, get this woman. Why? Because she was not an Israelite. Now watch this. But he answered and said, "I am not sent, but." Unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. So it's right. he's telling this woman, I'm only here for the Israelites. What do right. you want? So now, watch this. Then came she and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But mm-hmm. he answered and said, watch this. It is not meat, meaning it is not right, to mm-hmm. take the children's bread and to cast it to dogs. Wow. Mm-hmm. Not only, and there's an S at the end of that word, dogs. Not only mm-hmm. is he insulting her. He's assaulting her hope, her daughter too. Right. He's calling right. them dogs. Wait a minute. Is this the savior? Yes, this right. is the savior. Right. This is Christ. So we got to pay attention. Then it says, and she mm-hmm. said, here it comes, truth, Lord. Yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Mm-hmm. Then said Jesus, then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee, even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. So that shows the blessings that will come on the non-Israelite. Now, how about the kingdom of heaven? That gives us so, a glimmer. So, but but so Jesus definitely, without question, says here that he's come only to the house of Israel. I yes. mean, that I, I I agree. You know, that is one hundred percent. And Correct. though he does, he definitely does call her a dog, which is definitely not something emphasized in the Christian church. Mm-hmm. He does go on to give her. What she asked for, I mean, right. in when? So, what, what what would you say to that? Is that him just showing mercy or grace? I mean, is that what he did? He showed he, number one. He, he showed us that she had to go through great lengths. She had to beg. She uh-huh. had to worship. She had to admit right. she was a dog. Right. I would agree to that. No, we've met many non-Israel. I didn't admit I'm a dog. Okay. Right. Right. This. <laughs> I'm gonna show you a drama. In the Old Testament of what's going to happen. Well, what, I, what I'm saying is that if she, if let's say, for example, a Gentile does repent or is willing to admit, you know, especially the atrocities that they have done to God's chosen people, to us, and they're willing to humble themselves under these, uh, the, the commandments, under the law, under, you know, uh, the tutelage of Christ, is what, what they have, you know, your, you know, then Jesus answered and said to her, great is thy faith. Be unto thee and as thou with, and our daughter will be made whole this hour. So I'm saying that obviously we're not Christ, but it seems that he shows a little, a little mercy here for someone outside of Israel. I'm not now. I'm only playing devil advocate here. I'm only here for Israel, right? And you know, I'm only here to try to help wake our people up. But it, it does just appear as Christ showed a little mercy here. And if you would just to kind of give us uh, a little bit of exegesis on, on on why is that? I mean, you, you okay. Know. What the nations are going to be uh, treated according to the law in the coming kingdom? Yes, they will. And I'm, this is what what I what Christ showed with this non-Israelite. I'm going to show you another example in Zechariah 14. Okay, Zechariah 14. Zechariah 14, and and we'll start at verse 16. 16. I'm going to read it kind of quick. So you at home, let's look at Zechariah 14. Let's read 16. We're going to read down to 19. Okay. And it shall come to pass that everyone that is left 
of all the nations which came against Jerusalem shall even go up from year to year to worship the king. Just like the woman did, she had to right. worship Christ, the right. Lord of hosts, and to keep the Feast of Tabernacles. That's uh -huh. a holiday God gave us in Leviticus 23. Okay. 17 now. And it shall be that whoso will not come up of all the families of the earth unto Jerusalem to worship the king, the Lord of hosts, even upon them shall be no rain. And mm -hmm. if the family of Egypt go not up and come not, that have no rain. There shall be the plague wherewith the Lord will smite the heathen, meaning the other nations, that come uh -huh. not up to keep the Feast of Tabernacles. This shall be the punishment of Egypt and the punishment of all nations that come not up to keep the Feast of Tabernacles. So in the kingdom, the Israelites, the 144, we're going to issue God's edicts, his laws. Right. Any nation that does not humble down and bow, they will get to have no rain in your land means what? To have no rain means you're going to die because you're not, yes. you're going to have a famine. You're not yes. going to have no food. You're, yeah, absolutely. Yes. Um, so that is the stipulation. These nations, we're not going to be like madmen just treating them wrong. They're right. going to obey. Just like this woman humbled herself down, admitted she was a dog and obey what Christ said. Likewise, it's going to be with the other nations. Okay. So as long, so so would your exercise be because this is my my interpretation. As long as they obey, then things are going to be okay. I mean, so for example, Jerusalem or Israel is the capital of the world at this at this time, right? Mm -hmm. And the royal family, being us, the Israelites, are in this capital through the twelve right. gate. Mm -hmm. We're setting the rules for the world. We're setting the rules. Uh, you know, for the world, and if they humble themselves under under these laws, under the, the, the as you said, you read the commandments, then they will be okay. I mean, for the most part. <laughs> I mean, let, let me let me explain it a little more. Let me explain a little more. Okay, okay. Here in America, when deliverance comes, watch this. Mm -hmm. Hosea chapter one. Let me show about this. what the church calls the rapture. You heard of that, right? The rapture. Oh, yeah, I'm glad you got into that. Yeah, I'm glad you got into that. I had that question. Somebody asked me that too. Hosea chapter 1 and verse uh, 10. And 11 is the point, but I'll start at 10. Okay. Yet the number of the children of Israel shall be as the sand of the sea, which cannot mm -hmm. be measured nor numbered. And it shall come to pass that in the place where it was said unto them, ye are not my people, there it shall be said unto them, ye are the sons of the living God. So the place, for example, here in America, how is it said we're not the children of God? When they call us African-Americans or Haitians right. or Jamaicans, that's how they're saying you're not the children of God. You're Gentiles. Right. But and even today, being fulfilled, we are the sons of the right. living God. Now, right. And even today, as Nick Cannon comes out and says he's the son of God, they say he's not the son of God. Correct. Right? I mean, they say we're not the sons of God. We're not the Israelites. So this Correct. is still on us right now. Now watch the next verse. Then okay. shall the children of Judah... And the children of Israel be gathered together and appoint mm -hmm. themselves one head, which is Christ. And mm -hmm. they shall come up out of the land, for great shall be the day of Jezreel. The salvation mm -hmm. that Christ is, he's only delivering Israelites. He's not right. coming for Ishmaelites or Jebusites or Edomites. He's not coming. He's coming to deliver our people. That's what right. he's coming to do. So right. you may have a, a Caucasian friend that says, well, I want to do right. I'm going to keep the law. You got to serve out your punishment just like we had to serve our punishment. You don't right. get a pass. When this judge, when fire comes to America, this mm -hmm. whole place, this prophet is going to be destroyed and the people therein. Revelation 11, here's a precept, New Testament. Watch this. Okay. 
Revelation 11 and 11. 11 and 11. Here we go. Uh, Revelation 11 and verse 11. And okay. after three days and a half, 350 years, the spirit mm -hmm. of life from God entered into them. The them is the two prophets, which are the two kingdoms, Judah and Israel, okay. like we just read. And they stood upon their feet, meaning as Israel, and great fear fell upon them which saw them. That's what the, the media is going crazy about the Israelites. Who are these people? Why are they right. saying that they're the Israelites? Here it comes. Right. And they heard a great voice from heaven saying unto them, come up hither. And they ascended up to heaven in a cloud and their enemies beheld them. All our enemies are going to behold us. Meaning mm -hmm. your good Caucasian friend is going to behold you. Your Arab <laughs> friend, your East Indian, they're going to behold you being taken up as the fire is coming down on this place. They're not right. going to be delivered from here. Right. And there's there's another verse in Zephaniah that says we will get honor in the place that we got this honor. So I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, I'm going to switch gears just a little bit because I'm okay. sure my TikTok friends are going crazy. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, I believe you you gave the, uh, you know, the explanation real clearly. And it, it seems very clear to me that, you know, uh, we, we are the Israelites. We are who Christ is coming to save. Um, so I, I'm with you on that. Um, I want to switch to voting real quick. Um, and, 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 and President Trump just a little bit, just because I used to be in politics. I was just in politics yesterday. I'm talking like it was a long time ago. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been in the truth for, you know, for a few days. But um, in your uh, understanding, um, should the Israelites vote? And for our brothers and sisters who, I guess, believe in voting, because I once had this strong passion uh, for voting and felt like, um, you know, I was born a Democrat. I was even the, you know, uh, vice president of the Young Democrats at UNLV. That's something that a lot of people don't know about me. And, and then I went to school for political science and then I became a Republican. And so then I was a Trump supporter at one point. And, you know, and, uh, and my ex 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 explanation is we both cooning, the Democrat and the Republican is both cooning, right? But we don't know it, right? We don't know it. And so I like you to touch on, should we vote? And if we shouldn't, why shouldn't we vote? And then is there any salvation for our brothers and sisters who are um, into the, you know, the Democrat Party, the Republican Party, into politics? Do they have any salvation or will they be with us in the kingdom or what do they need to do? OK, I'll, I'll answer the last one first. Yes. If our brothers and sisters that's in politics, if uh -huh. they repent, yes, this no matter what position we are in this world. Salvation is there for us. Like in Luke chapter four, you had the publicans, which were tax collectors, and uh -huh. you had um, soldiers who came to John. Luke three, I'm sorry, it was Luke three. They said, what shall we do? And he told right. them to repent and do what is lawful. Okay. okay. So I want to preface that with that. You also had the Herodians, but they was wicked group of okay. Israelites. Okay. So now voting. I'm talking about voting for a president. I'm not talking about voting for your... Um, as class steward or nothing like that. I'm talking big, right. big time. Right. I'm gonna give you the law first. Deuteronomy 1715. Thou shalt in any wise set him king over thee, whom the Lord thy God shall choose. One from among thy brethren shalt thou set king over thee. Thou mayest not set a king over thee which is not thy brother. So that's the commandment number one. Number okay. two, uh, uh, Lamentations 4, verse 17. And I'm going to go to the New Testament as well. 
Okay. But right now, Lamentations 417. As for us, our eyes as yet fail for our vain help. And our watching, we have watched for a nation that could not save us. Ooh, that's good. Every time we vote, we are looking like when, when our brother Barack Obama was mm -hmm. on election. We were like, not us, but I mean our people. He's right. our Moses, Black Moses. But I'm like, but, but wait a minute. Moses led us on an exodus out of captivity. Right. Barack Obama ain't saying let's leave. He's saying we're going to stay right here. Okay. Right. <laughs> so, no, that's right. right. The next one is Isaiah chapter is this, uh, 30. Isaiah 30 and verse uh, 12. I'll just read that. Wherefore, thus saith the Holy One of Israel, because you despise this word and trust in oppression and perverseness and stay thereon. What mm. is the oppression we trust in? Politics We're, is a form right. of oppression. It's right. based upon systematic uh, racism. The whole right. thing. And like, for example, they said, I'm giving an example. Remember mm -hmm. when... They said Hillary Clinton won more the popular votes, more popular votes than what's his name? Trump. Right. But the Electoral College came around and said, Shazam, give it to Trump. Right. Everybody's like, right. what the hell is this? That right. wasn't the first time that has happened. That right. happened I would, under Gore. Right. Right. And I, Gore first, right. and I would add to that, Right. And I would add to that also, there's 190 million uh white people in America, and there's 40 million black. And in a democracy, they get to vote on the majority wins. So let's say, for example, if they decided to vote for us to have reparations, tomorrow they could vote to rescind those reparations. So this verse, in my opinion, this verse would go to that and say trust, basically not trusting into the oppression and the perverseness because we're trusting in a system that's oppressing us because of the fact that we aren't the majority and this system wasn't created, this democracy wasn't created for us anyway. It was designed for the majority, which they are and will always be here. So we would never have the so-called rights or that we're looking for. And that's another one that I that I like to, to, to touch on uh, real quick, if you could, equality. Because a lot of our brothers and sisters right now are saying they want e equality and they just want to be uh, equal to white people and they just want, you know, the same rights. And I, I think that you I think you just touched on that even with, with these voting, because I think they're trying to vote for something that's oppressing them. Would that be right? To yes. Say? Yes. That's what it means. They stay on. They despise the word of God and stay on oppression and perverseness. And right. when it gets into perverseness, we love perverseness in the context. For example, uh -huh. we love the the rights of the LGBT community. Right. We love the rights of give them condoms instead of thou shalt not commit adultery. We say, no, give them condoms. Let them right. live your life, boo. Do right. you? No, you're staying on perverseness now because right. now we are killing us. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, I did want to make mention regarding the Voting Rights Act of 1965 that okay. it is, it's not a permanent thing. It is right. temporary. Every seven, I believe it expires coming up in um No, you're 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 correct. Yeah, you're correct, Bishop. And recently, in recent years, the Supreme Court has eroded much of the rights that even came with the Voting Rights Act. And that's why I, I, I'm 100% on board with you with saying that is with, I mean, well, with the scripture saying this, that oppression us because like, like, like mentioned, they can always pull back any rights they gave you because they are the majority. Now, most white people don't vote in a block, but many of them do. If they decide, hey, we're all gonna vote together today, they could do that. 
and could vote away whatever they whatever they wanted to. So that just further proves that politics isn't, you know, going to uplift black people or going to pull us out of any, you know, so-called holes that we're in here in America. Correct. The um the Chinese whose biblical name in the Bible is Moab, they're not mm -hmm. into voting, but they have their own banks. They have their own Chinatowns. They got they got their own everything. Right. Um, but black people who've been here forever. Right. We we don't have our own banks. We don't have a lot of things that we desperately need. Like right. so-called Jewish people, they have their own. They got hospitals. They got their mm -hmm. own police force called the Shamran. And we don't have none of that. And it's like, but we're voting and voting and voting, but we stay on the bottom, the bottom, the bottom. And our people right. don't see it. They can't see it. Right. Okay. Uh, oh, New okay. Testament. I forgot. Uh, yeah, yeah, New Testament. First, yes, yes. First Corinthians chapter six. Chapter six. And verse, uh, I'm sorry, 2 Corinthians, I'm sorry. 2 Corinthians uh -huh. 6, 17. Wherefore, six, come seven. out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. And will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. Oh, so we are we are a separate people. We mm -hmm. want to be equal, but God says, no, you are a separate people. That's good. Why, why be separate when you are, watch this, watch this. Let me show you how separate we are. Mm -hmm. Deuteronomy 7 and 6 is what God says to the black man and black woman. I know it, it hurts some of our people's feelings, but mm -hmm. it should not help hurt you. Deuteronomy right. 7 and 6 reads, for thou art an holy people unto the mm -hmm. Lord thy God. The Lord thy God has chosen thee to be a special people unto himself above all people Amen. that are upon the face of the earth. Wow, check that out. Yeah, There's no such thing in the Bible as equality. Right. And if you open your eyes, you'll see there's no such thing as equality when you examine the world system. Somebody right. got to be the world superpower and somebody got to be on the bottom. Right. So when we say, I just want to be equal, you're not equal, my man. Right. You're not equal. Yeah. And I often say, is equal. he's not equal. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I often say to, to uh, Black Americans now coming in that I've come in this truth, when I read that scripture, I often say that the Jewish are reading this to their kids right now and saying that right. they are above all people. So right. where is the equality in that? But this is this scripture is actually supposed to be for us, it's supposed to be our birthright. That's to right. be above all people. Uh, so uh, thank you uh, again for that one. Uh, real, real quick, um, I want to ask you about reparations. Now, I know you, uh, uh, you know, you said you don't uh, want us to. Well, the scriptures you show the scripture said we shouldn't vote, shouldn't trust in this system. And I 100 percent agree with you. Um, but, you know, there's this, the scripture that says that we will come out with great substance. Mm -hmm. Right. And I have and I'm and I'm OK, as I said uh, earlier, I'm OK with you cutting me down with the scriptures. I'm we, we, of us agreeing to disagree. I have said uh, I have prophesied, I would say, that we will come out with great substance. And that might be in the form of reparations. Or I read Second Chronicles where it says that we will strip them and carry away. And it also says that we would have so much that we couldn't carry. So I want mm, you to mm. I guess, kind of touch on that in the sense of. Obviously, we shouldn't be uh, out asking for reparations. But do you believe that that could possibly be the prophecy that that's how we will, will, will I guess, get these this great substance? OK, uh, no, number one, I do want to say this. Mm -hmm. The Federal Reserve note, which we call the dollar bill, is uh -huh. it's just paper. It's only paper uh -huh. it has uh -huh. no real value 
at all. So I just wanted to put that in the air so everybody understands that. Um, right. They could turn around next week and say, you know what? We've been giving out so much stimulus package. Although we don't have money for reparations, we got money for stimulus. And right. now we are bankrupt. We have no money. We have to change it to Bitcoin. They right. have the power in these last days. They can do that. They can right. make all money digital, which right. is still you can still be deleted with a touch of a button. Right. Um, in terms of us coming out with great substance, mm -hmm. when you go to Isaiah 60, it describes it in detail. Okay. Mm -hmm. Where do I want to start? I'll start at verse 12. And I can start further down, but I want to start at 12 because I want to show Christians, my mm -hmm. fellow Christians, the strength and power of God Almighty. All right. It reads, for the nation and kingdom that will not serve thee shall perish. Yea, those nations shall be utterly wasted. That's what you read in Zechariah 14. Remember that? Right. We read that earlier, right? Right. Okay. The glory of Lebanon shall come unto thee. The fir tree, the pine tree, and the box tree to mm -hmm. beautify the place of my sanctuary. And I will make the place of my feet glorious. Here comes the sons also of them that afflicted thee shall come bending unto thee. And all they that despise thee shall bow themselves down at the soles of thy feet. And they shall call thee the city of the Lord, the Zion of the Holy One of Israel. Whereas thou hast been forsaken and hated so that no man went through thee, I will make thee, meaning you Israelites, an mm -hmm. eternal excellency, a joy of many generations. Thou shalt also suck the milk of the Gentiles and shall suck mm -hmm. the breast of kings. Here's getting more descriptive now. And thou right. shalt know that I, the Lord, am thy savior and thy redeemer, the mighty one of Jacob. For brass, I will bring gold. And for iron, I will bring silver. And for wood, brass. And for stones, iron. I will also make thy officers peace and thy exactors Righteousness. The word exactors, when you look it up, means tax collectors. We are right. going to take taxes from the other, all the nations. Nobody's okay. going to escape. Nobody. Now, let me watch this. Watch this. Uh, so, mm, yes, go ahead. Yeah. So I was going to say. So I, um, I, I don't want to keep you too long. I got, I got two more big questions. Yes. Um, you, you hit that when you hit the reparations. You, you hit that when you hit the, uh, uh, the voting. Um, I like to ask, and you, it, uh. There's a lot of problems facing facing black America. And one of the problems that I feel uh, like is the biggest problem that I that I'm starting to see more the more that I come into this truth is it seems like there's a spirit of covetous and jealousy. Um, and it's kind of like division amongst us. You know, we got people who are uh, saying that, uh, you know, you got some Israelites that believe we can have multiple wives. Some that say we can't. You have some that say that we should say Jesus. Some that say we should say Yahshua. You got some that say they, uh, you know, uh, it, it seems like just minute issues, right? Minute disagreements to me that, in my opinion, only being two days in the truth for me, that these things we should be able to unite in Christ. Your organization is called Israel, Blacks in America, Blacks far and wide that's been scattered on a slave ship, Israel, unite in Christ. So shouldn't we be able to unite in Christ, I, I I just don't I, even me. I've been like I said, I've been the truth two days. I even had a guy make a whole <laughs> <thing like that. laughs> you know, you know, and and, and so I I would like and, and like I said, I came across you on YouTube, and I've learned so much from your teachings and the things that you have uh, taught. 
I've seen the uh, men that you've raised up and the, the amazing job that you have done. I mean, you will definitely be going down in the history book. There'll be statues made of you for sure. I promise you that one day. Um, I, I, it's honest. It's honest and truth. It's honest. What you've done for black men is, 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 is nothing more than remarkable. Uh, it's, it's the honest truth. Uh, I, but I would like to ask, what, what do you think we can do in order to heal some of the division amongst those, unfortunately, who know they're Israelites, and then there's division between us? You know, I, I, I thought like when I came to the truth, I thought I was going to be accepted with open arms, you know, <laughs> right? And I have been by you. Thank you all praises, you know, but I, I, I'm just saying of the whole organization, you know, the, it's not even your organization, just the whole world. You know, because there's other camps and uh, that I learned there's other camps and other things going on. How could we heal that division uh, amongst us? Well, we definitely have tried to heal the division. But you remember, like in Matthew 23, what Christ said about the Pharisee, he said, uh -huh. you blind guides would strain at a gnat and swallow a camel, meaning they would strain at small issues and make them big. Right. They were straining little things like language. Language. Right. Like when Christ said uh, uh, in Isaiah, it said, with stammering lips and another tongue will I speak to my people. In, mm -hmm. in Zechariah uh, 3 and 9, he said, I will give the people back the pure language when mm -hmm. I return. And some of them, they, they cannot, they, it's like they're spiritually blind. Right. So they, they fight. And it's really, like you said, covetousness and envy. And like some camps say, we're the number one Israelite camp. Our goal is not to be the number one Israelite camp. Our goal yeah. is to be delivered. We want right. to go home. Right, exactly. Right? right. So once your mind is set right, then you'll see clearer what's going on. But in terms of trying to make people see what you see, it's damn near impossible. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> no, I agree with you. I agree with you. Uh, all praises. Uh, so I, I see one, one, one question come up, if you don't mind answering the one question, and then I'll let you get out of here. Uh, someone asked, could you explain, um, will you explain who the Israelites are? They want you to explain who the Gentiles are uh, and, and then who is the church. Okay. Well, understand this. When you get a Bible dictionary like Zondervan's, I don't have it with me mm -hmm. yet. I have one, but mine is downstairs. I knew I, I, I should have brought it. <laughs> I do have it. I have okay. the Zondervan Compact Bible Dictionary. Mm -hmm. So when you look up Gentile, I just want you to notice this. One word it says, Gentiles. It reads, mm, here it goes. It says nation or people, that's what it means. Here it comes. Usually it means a non-Israelite people. So let's ponder on that just for a second. Usually it means. So that means that sometimes it does mean the Israelites are Gentiles, sometimes. Right. For example, Matthew 4. I'm going to show you the scripture, Matthew 4, 4 15. Matthew 4, 15. It reads, the land of Zebulon and the land of Naphtali, by the way of the sea, beyond Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. Mm -hmm. Galilee is where Zebulon and Naphtali's lands were. They inhabited mm -hmm. those. They were called Gentiles. The small remnant of them that came back to the land were called Gentiles. Why? Okay. Because when you read the Old Testament, it tells you that the 10 tribes of Israel went into idolatry. Now mm -hmm. watch this. John 7. John Matthew, 7. Mark, Luke, John. John 7. Watch what it calls the dispersed Israelites. John 7, 35. 
35. Then said the Jews among themselves, Whither will he go that we shall not find him? Will he go unto the dispersed among the Gentiles and mm. teach the Gentiles? Mm. Well, they're clearly calling the dispersed Israelites Gentiles. Gentiles. Right. This is why in the book of Corinth, like when I asked Christians, the Corinthians, mm -hmm. Corinth is in Greece. And right. I asked some Christian quote unquote scholars, what were the Corinthians? They'll say Greeks. So uh -huh. then watch this, 1 Corinthians 10. First if they were really Greeks, watch this. 1 Corinthians 10 and 1. Moreover, brethren, I would not that ye should be ignorant how that all our fathers were under the cloud and all passed through the sea and were all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea. Uh -huh. Were the Greeks with Moses? No, they were not. Egypt? No, they were not. But the Corinthians, he's saying, you Corinthians, your fathers was there. Then right. you know that these Corinthians, which spoke Greek, were raised as Greeks. They were really Israelites. Just like although we are called African-Americans, we're mm -hmm. really Israelites. Right. That's what's happening in the New Testament. When Paul right. said to the Jews, he said, because you, Acts 13, where he says, because you turn this, where's it go? I got to, you know, I mess up a quote. Acts nope. 13 and verse... Uh, Acts 13. It says, Lord, we turn to the Gentiles. Who know what that is? Oh, 46. Then 46. Paul and Barnabas waxed bold and said, it was necessary that the word of God should first have been spoken to you. But seeing you put it from you and judge yourselves unworthy of everlasting life, lo, we turn to the Gentiles. Now that's where people fall and go, Gentiles? That means everybody. Mm-mm. Right. That's the dispersed Israelites. That's who he went to. Right. That's why I went to Corinthians to show you. The Corinthians right. he went to were Israelites raised as Greeks. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I got much archaeology. Perhaps one day we'll get together and I'll show you the archaeology books, how the Israelites, which were black men, were raised uh -huh. as Greek. They spoke Greek and they at one time worshiped Greek gods. Right. Well, that could even be, even for today, us that say we're American, right? The ones that are like fully taking on the whole identity. I was I was a conservative, so I know there's many black conservatives. I mean, they're full blown. I'm American. I'm 100% American. I believe I'm American. So that same scripture you're saying that I, I would have been a Gentile, just like how they believe they were Roman or Greek, and they spoke the languages of that country, just right. like the Gentiles did this. So I, I completely am with you on that. Now, is there, do you have anything on uh, who the church is? Because they want to know who the church is as well. Okay, very good, very good question. Mm -hmm. Go to Acts 7, Acts 7. Acts 7 and verse 37. 37. It says, this is that Moses, which said unto the children of Israel, a prophet shall the Lord your God raise up unto you of your brethren like unto me. Him shall you hear. This is he that was in the church in the wilderness mm -hmm. with the angels which spake to him in the Mount Sinai. And with our fathers who received the lively oracles to give unto us. The church was always the Israelites. It was right. never a group of people called Pentecostals or Baptists or Lutherans or Seventh-day Adventists. That's man, that was made by our oppressors to right. keep us separated from the commandments. Oh, I did wanna, I did wanna say this. Uh -huh. I want you to pay close attention to the Spanish Inquisition. Uh -huh. Okay. The Spanish, when they were witch hunting, they were not hunting for witches. They were looking for Israelites that were keeping the laws and was burning them at the stake because they ushered in a new religion of Christianity. 
These right. are the sketches that Leonardo da Vinci made of Caesar Borgia as the new Jesus Christ. And right. whoever didn't worship this, they were burning them at the at the stake. That's what was happening. That's what the Spanish Inquisition was all about. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> uh, like I uh, like I said again, thank you so much, Bishop. I and literally, it's an honor. Uh, it's honor's a pleasure. Honor is mine. I, um, I, hey, I rejoice when a brother or sister takes to this truth. I praise the Lord Almighty. Thank you, Father. Truly, between you and uh, uh, Pastor Darby is another one. But I give 100% credit to you for my awakening, for my understanding. I am literally, honestly uh, thankful and grateful, and many of us are, for what you have done uh, for black people, particularly black men. Many of these men have no formal education, and they now are Bible scholars because of you. I mean, oh, that, <laughs> that is incredible. I mean, that is nothing short of a miracle. And I mean, and, and I mean that with all, uh, with, with all uh, sincerity. Um, is there any uh, we can we can catch you at Israel United in Christ org, right as you want to put out uh, any last yes. words? Yes, the uh, I do want to I first let's give all praise to the Lord Almighty. It's his glory. He gets honor. I'm just yes, a, a servant. Nothing. I'm a, I'm a nobody. Um, yes, you can visit us at www.israelunite.org. You can visit us on Instagram at Israel United in Christ or what's the other one? We got Twitter Israel United right. in Christ. Right. <laughs> you can find you everywhere. We can definitely find you everywhere. Yes. Sure. yes. Um, uh, like I said, again, it's an honor. Uh, thank you so much for having us. And um, we're going to go ahead and sign off now. I'm going to okay. go ahead and cut off. But like, again, thank you so much, Bishop. It was, it was really a pleasure. I appreciate it. Thank you so it. much, Pastor. Thank you. But the more they afflicted them, the more they multiply. To be absent from the body is to be present with God in heaven. God said, in this time, I will show you my chosen people. There is no more need for any arguments, y'all. You cannot. You can come off the street corners from preaching. God said, in this time, I will show you my chosen people. There's no need for us to have no arguments online. There's no need to go back and forth with the comments this time. This time, God said, you will see my power in this day. And all we got is a pair of Jordans and my nice car outside, okay? And that's it. That's it. We should have assets just like they do. They got a whole country with that same amount. So I'm trying to figure out. So that tells that should tell us that it's our decision making. That should tell us that we don't need reparations, but we need reconciliation. We need to start operating our lives as a nation within a nation. See, I'm preaching already, but y'all don't hear me, right? God told Rebecca that there is two nations within your womb. God, I'm preaching. Even though Jacob and Esau was brothers, they were twin brothers. But God said to them that there were two nations in your womb. So we are a nation inside of a nation. So separate, but equal. See, that's all right. I, I, I'm going to have to quit already. I, I can't find nobody in here tonight. Uh, um. God says, observe, therefore, all the commands I am giving you today so that you may have what? So that you may have strength. Observe, therefore, all the commands that I am giving you today so that you may have strength. So a giant, uh, giant, you must remember that your strength comes from the Lord. Uh, no man shall stand before you all the days of your life, but you must know where your power comes from. Your power is not in your hair. Your power is not in man. Your power is not in your followers. Your power is not in your likes. Ah, I'm preaching. Your power is not in your views, but your power comes from your obedience to God. I'm preaching right now.